Vitham from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Poland update from the 7th of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Poland. Let's kick things off with news on external affairs. December the 1st was Iceland's Independence Day, and the country celebrated it by opening its embassy in Warsaw. Iceland's foreign minister and Arkadiusz Mularczyk, Poland's deputy foreign minister, officially cut the red ribbon. The decision to open the embassy was motivated by the fact that Iceland has 20,000 Poles among its 300,000 population. On Saturday the 3rd, Prime Minister Morawiecki attended the European Conservatives and Reformists meeting in Warsaw. Morawiecki called for Europe to unify its power and become strong enough to resist the energetic manipulations of Russia. The Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe held a two-day conference in Lutz on Thursday the 1st. The main topic of discussion was Russia's invasion of Ukraine and global security. Andrei Duda, the president, pointed out in his speech that Russia should be brought to justice for murdering civilians in Ukraine. He also added that they should not allow any forcible changes to the Russian-Ukrainian border. Let's move forward to internal affairs. On Wednesday the 30th, the lower house of parliament rejected corrections in the act about shutting down the prosecution of the Law and Justice Party for distributing voter lists to the post offices. Because of the COVID-19 pandemic, in 2020, people elected their candidates by sending their votes to the post office. Later, the opposition accused the ruling party of violating the law since the voting list should have been strictly confidential. The Law and Justice Party said that they had adhered to the constitutional values to protect people's health. Farmers from Agronia occupied the Vovoidship office in Lublin. They protested against the decrease in prices of grain and demanded the government to protect national products. Protesters reported that the ton cost $100 when last week it cost $200. They added that prices dropped because of a surplus of foreign products in the market. In other news, on Friday the 2nd, the same Extraordinary Committee for Deregulation approved the Draft Act of Regulations for Hunting. One of the subsections was about exempting the hunters from the obligatory medical examinations. Radoslav Schlutzarczyk an environmental activist, pointed out that hunters frequently shoot people or animals and then make excuses by claiming they mistook them for a boar. Schlusarczyk went on to say that hunters should be subjected to mandatory medical examinations in order to reduce the number of accidental shootings. Next up, on Friday the 3rd, President Andrei Duda signed a reform to the criminal law penal code that includes more severe punishments for serious crimes. The life imprisonment sentence for murder was raised from 30 to 40 years without the right to parole. The sentence for sex crimes, such as rape that caused the death of a victim, and child rape increased from 15 to 30 years. Speaking of crime, on the same day the Central Police Investigation Bureau, known as Shadow Hunters, arrested three Polish women who were involved in laundering $50 million for the Italian Ndrangheta Mafia. They were transferring money through fictitious companies to avoid taxes. The two women were wanted on European arrest warrants, and they soon will be detained in Italy. In some other news, the Polish Tennis Association created an independent commission that will investigate the Mirosław Skiszepczynski case. Katarzyna Teodorowicz Lipowska, the tennis player, accused the former president of the Association of Physical and Mental Abuse. On Friday the 2nd, she claimed that he had secretly given her sleeping pills in order for her to lose a match against a player whom he had trained and dated at the time. Skiszepczynski denied the allegations, 
and said that he was a victim of an institution. On some football-related news, the Polish national football team played three unsuccessful games in the World Cup football tournament and didn't manage to get to the quarterfinals. On Wednesday the 30th, the country lost to Argentina with a score of 2-0. The following match against France was unsuccessful as well, as the country was defeated 3-1. Czesław Michniewicz, the team's coach, said that they plan to change the team's strategy and expect old players to retire. He also stated that this was the first time the country reached the knockout stage, finishing in 16th place. However, they expected better performances from the team. Moving on, on Friday the 2nd, miners celebrated Barburka. The special holiday originated in Upper Silesia. According to the legend, St. Barbara became a Christian and fled her home because of her father's rejection of the faith. She found shelter in an underground cave, which is associated with mines. The celebration is now a part of the UNESCO National Intangible Cultural Heritage List. The miners all over the country started their day with church mass. On Thursday the 1st, Facebook blocked the profile of Radio Maria, the Catholic radio station. Tadeusz Rydzik, the Roman Catholic priest and the director of Radio Maria, said that anti-conservative activists reported their statements against the LGBTQ plus community and anti-abortion content. Similarly, Radio Maria celebrated its 31st anniversary on Saturday the 3rd. Politicians from the Law and Justice Party, Mariusz Błaszczak and Zbigniew Ziobro, attended the celebration. The director of Radio Maria asked politicians for financial help to maintain the radio station. On that note about conservatism, Renata Przemek, a Polish singer-songwriter, refused a public media award nomination. On Sunday the 4th, she said on her Facebook page that her views on women's rights, tolerance, art, and freedom of speech are different from those of conservative public media. In tourism news, the southern part of the country is one of the most visited places in winter due to its famous Tatra Mountains. On Sunday the 4th, the Tatra National Park posted a warning on their Facebook page. They said that the tourist trails were covered with a thin and slippery layer of ice that made any kind of mountain climbing life-threatening. The Christmas season has begun. On Tuesday the 6th, the country celebrated St. Nicholas Day. St. Nicholas is the children's patron saint, and the national holiday is mostly dedicated to them. Due to an old tradition, St. Nicholas leaves presents under the pillows of obedient children. Nowadays, parents are the ones who perform the role of St. Nicholas. Teachers dedicate their lessons to the celebration, and some people choose to wear festive clothes to work. However, adults mostly follow the modern tradition of sharing presents with close ones. The Christmas market in Wrocław is one of the most beautiful fairs in Europe. This year's market has a three-level fairy tale house with a viewing terrace, a music stage by the Christmas tree, and stations with warm food and hot drinks. However, the city governors decided to make it strictly commercial without Christmas parades due to safety rules. The Christmas market will be open every day from 10 o'clock in the morning to 9 o'clock in the evening until December the 31st. Similarly, Saturday the 3rd was the first day of Christmas lights in the streets of Warsaw. Jakob Dibarowski, spokesman for the Municipal Roads Authority, said that the decorations will shine only until midnight. The exceptions will be the nights of December the 24th and December the 31st. He added that the country wanted to save electricity due to the energy shortage. On the next day, public broadcaster Polish Radio held a Christmas charity event where they auctioned celebrity items to raise money for destitute children. The First Lady, Agata Kornhauser-Duda, attended the event and donated a painting of a Ukrainian refugee. 
Half of the raised money will go to sick and disabled children from Ukraine. The rest of the funds will go to the charitable foundation for the famous actress, Anna Dimna. And that's it for this week. Every once in a while, we put in event recommendations for the month ahead. Are these useful or should we skip them? If you like them, what kind of stuff do you want to know more about? Let us know at podcast at Rorschach.com. Do zobaczenia! <laughs>